friends, happy Tuesday. I have got a treat for you today. I am so happy and honored to have my podcasting mentor on the show today. Stephanie Gass is a daughter of the king, wife, mama, coffee lover, and hashtag PJs all day enthusiast. She is the host of a top 25 ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gass Show. Steph helps women uncover their callings and create profitable online businesses. She wants women to create true change for themselves and God's kingdom by using their gifts for glory and serving the world with a business that lights them up. Steph believes that when we let God light our path, we will experience true miracles, live proactively, and design a life that fuels our soul. I just know you are going to love her. And this is actually part one of a two-part interview that I had with Steph. So settle in with a nice mug of coffee or tea, a notebook, and your Bible for this power-packed episode on spiritual warfare with Stephanie Gass. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook, and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, friends. Well, we have a dear friend on the show today. I am so honored to have my podcasting mentor on the show, Stephanie Gass. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Well, thanks for having me, Michelle. I'm so excited. Let's do this. Let's do it. Would you just take a quick second and just quickly share a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Stephanie Gass. Like Michelle mentioned, I am a podcast and business coach for faith-led women. And really what I do is I help women get clear on their calling and figure out what the heck am I supposed to be doing so that I can make it into an online business? Because I truly believe that everyone has been appointed and anointed for a specific thing that they are called to do. And why not make it your life's work? So I help women do that by turning that into a business and then using podcasting to grow an audience and coaching our courses to monetize that podcast, all with God at the center. God is the CEO of our business and really infusing faith and business. And then other than that, boy, mom, I've got two boy dogs, my husband, I am all the guys over here and me. So, um, pray for me there. Yeah. And then too uh, much testosterone going on so much testosterone, but that's okay. Cause I guess that makes me the queen bee. Okay. And then, um, I love iced coffee and LaCroix and kombucha all at the same time. So there's that fun fact. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, I know I have learned so much about podcasting from you and I'm so grateful that you, um, have just followed your calling that God has given you the, the desire that he has placed on your heart 
to teach and share everything that you've learned. And so, um, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we are going to be talking about spiritual warfare because it is a very real issue that we all face. And here's the thing, the Christian life is not free of hardship, right? We were never promised that it would be easy. Mm -hmm. So not free of hardship, not free of any struggles. And I personally really began digging into spiritual warfare, uh, just learning more about it specifically five years ago when our family was going through an intense time of spiritual warfare ourselves. And so that's what we're going to, we're going to be talking about that today. So Stephanie, can you talk about what is spiritual warfare and how you first discovered it or experienced it for yourself? Yeah. So, uh, spiritual warfare can come in many flavors, but in essence, you know, we are living in a fallen world and the enemy is at war for our very soul right now. That may sound scary, but don't be scared today because the Bible, which we're going to bring in all of chapter 18 from the Psalms today to equip us in this is after our soul. And so the great news is though, is that because we are walking God's path and we are saved and we are partnered with Holy spirit, we have the power to easily overcome spiritual warfare, but sometimes we don't even know what it is. So this can look like a lot of small things happening at once to derail you because the enemy's smart. We'll give him that much credit. He comes in and he, I'm going to make this person sick in your family. And then this is going to happen in your business. And then you're going to get anxiety. And then you're going to also be consumed with comparison, or you're going to be obsessed about your body so much that you can't focus on other things. This doesn't matter whether you're you know, like wherever that little thing is that gets you, believe me, he knows it. So that can be small stuff or it can be really, really big stuff. So I was, um, introduced, I guess, to spiritual warfare actually as a child. Um, I had literal, like this may sound crazy to some people listening and it sounded crazy to myself. (laughs) Like my parents actually put me in therapy because they thought that I was just having really bad dreams, but I actually saw, beyond the veil, if you want to call it that I could see demonic activity as a kid in my house. And, um, I had recurring dreams, really, really awful, awful recurring dreams. And I wet the bed till I was eight or nine. Cause I was so terrified every single night. And I would have these attacks and I'd scream for my mom and she'd come in and they put me in therapy. They didn't understand what was wrong with me. And I couldn't articulate it other than to say what I saw. And so they thought that they were nightmares. And now, um, because of what I know and how I've been equipped and how I've grown in my own spiritual growth journey. I know that I was experiencing spiritual warfare as a child, because if God, if the enemy knows anything, it was, let me derail this woman who's been called by God to grow into mighty places and to help lead women in business to use their voice for impact. Like let's get rid of her now. And so he came after me as a child, knowing that I didn't have the right armor in place and he could get to me. And so that was my first experience. And since then, um, I've had lots of different experiences with spiritual warfare, some big like that and some very small. And sometimes I even miss it. And someone on my team or someone in my family will say, wow, it sounds like you're under attack. And I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. Can't believe I didn't see it. Right. And so he's sneaky like that. So that's what it is. And so you may be experiencing some level of that on a, on a heavy basis or on a small basis, but we've got to be super, super hyper aware, which we'll talk about how to be aware of that in a minute. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to digging into that. Um, And thank you for sharing that story about how you were personally affected by it, because oftentimes we don't even really know, like you said, that that's what it is, that that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. And because probably 
of what you've gone through and just your spiritual walk, you have created a really neat and informative workbook about spiritual warfare and how it truly is a battle. And we know that for one thing, it's a battle of our mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing that Satan knows the Bible better than we do. So he can really use that to um, bring condemnation to us as well. So can you talk about this workbook, your um, seven step spiritual battle plan that you've created? Yes, I sure can, Michelle. I'm so glad you asked. So we went through something hard with my son, like a couple months ago, and it was the first of, I'm sure many things that we will face, right. As parents. And, um, it really derailed me. It had me questioning, like, am I even a good parent? How did I not catch this and prepare our, us for protecting him and blah, 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 blah. And so this thing happened and I just felt super weak, but the beauty about who God is, is I surrendered it to him. And I said, I'm either going to crumble here or you're going to help me because I can't do this on my own. I don't have the strength. And so God kept leading me to the Psalms over and over again. I'm like, why are you leading me to the Psalms? I'm not getting, you know, what you need. And so one morning I'm sitting, I said every single morning with God's word. And he led me to chapter 18. And as I'm reading this, this Psalm of David, who is a servant of the Lord, he sang this song to the Lord on the day that the Lord rescued him from his enemies from Saul. Okay. So he went in, he had a battle, the Lord rescued him. And so I'm thinking, okay, this is interesting. And as I reading this chapter, Michelle steps are popping off the page. I couldn't write fast enough in my journal. And I saw step one, step two. Oh my gosh. Now I'm supposed to do this. And at the end of this hour, I had a seven step plan. It was like, um, a battle plan that God called me to walk through. And so as I walked through it, I realized, oh my gosh, this isn't just for me. He's created this for me to share it so that other women and business owners and whoever you are, parent, mom, dad, I don't care. I don't know. This is for you because you're all under attack. And I think that we're sometimes we're so afraid of the attack. We want to run and hide, but that's not exact. That is the opposite of what chapter 18 in the Psalms tells us to do. And so we cannot be afraid of it because we can overcome it actually very quickly by walking through the steps. So once I had those steps, Michelle, I put my whole team on it and we created this free workbook for everyone because the Holy Spirit asked me to. And so that's, that's, that's what, how it came to be. And that's why it's here. And I pray that each and every one of you download it. Um, do you care if I give them the link, Michelle? Not at all. And all of them have that in the show notes as well. It's, um, it's at stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. That's stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. It's S T E F A N I E G A S S. And, um, I'm going to walk you through it, but I would love for you to download it because you can actually print it. You can print 10 copies and go through it as you go through different things in your life. It's, and then it links back to each section of verses that I pulled that step from so that you can walk through in scripture yourself. Awesome. That is wonderful. Yes. And I definitely encourage everybody to download that because, you know, and print it out. Don't just download it and keep it on your computer, like print Mm -hmm. it out and put it next to your Bible or in your prayer journal or something, because it is, it's hot out there and, you know, we need to be armored up for sure. So yes, absolutely. Go ahead and share more with us. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go through the seven steps. Yeah. And Michelle, just wave at me or interject as you have a question or a comment about these steps as we walk through them. So friend, first of all, this is for any of you that are going through spiritual warfare. You have a stronghold in your life. This may not be something that 
is outwardly attacking you, but something attacking you from within. So this could be something that you yourself are idolizing. You're struggling with this thing. Maybe, I mean, there's so many different ways and this can be on a scale of one to 10. It doesn't matter. This can work. And no matter if you're also want to say, like, if you're hiding something, the God knows anyway. And so the beauty there is too, that that's not something that you did to yourself. That can also be an attack. It's something that's been planted. It's something that you've come to believe about yourself or an addiction that you think you can't overcome, or that if anybody finds out about it, but the Lord already knows about it. So you don't have to share this with anyone. This can be between you and God and see what freedom he has for you. And then those of you that are under attack from a health perspective, an illness in your marriage, um, with your children, this is specifically also for you because you have to go to war on behalf of other people sometimes, not just yourself. So step one, we've got to see the enemy attack. So right on your paper or in your workbook, step one, see the enemy attack. This come from Psalms 18, chapter 18, verse three through five. So it says, um, I called him the Lord and he saved me from my enemies. We're going to circle that word. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me and the grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap. We're going to circle trap in my path. We're also going to circle ropes of death from verse four. So what, what are we saying here? We've got to see the attack because otherwise we can't fight and battle against it. So how do we find it? The questions you ask are who are my enemies, right? Or what are my enemies for some of you? Um, what are the ropes of, of death that are cap grabbing me right now? And that may sound extreme, but any idol in your life ends up leading to death, right? When we are led by the flesh, we're led, we're led to death instead of being led by the spirit, we're led to holy places. And then what are the floods of destruction in your life? I think, you know, or I think you see what's coming at you and trying to grab you. And what are the traps? So those are those highlighted things that we circled. You're going to journal over that. Some of you may have 10 things written down already. Oh my gosh, look how much amazingness. Don't be afraid. Those 10 things that you wrote down, we now get to touch them. We get to, we get to realize them and we get to the, lay them at the feet of Jesus. So don't be afraid of whatever you write down. And some of you may have just written down one thing. That's okay. So the next thing in the workbook, there's two prompts and you can pause us here, or you can come back and do this later. Question one says, why do you think you're going through this? So just sitting for a moment and journaling over that, what led me here? What's going on? Or what is God trying to keep me from? You got to really dig in a little bit deeper into what are these obstacles, traps and attacks that I'm going through and why. And then lastly, the last question here is what is truth and what is deception? What about this situation, this trap, this enemy, this rope, this, this flood of destruction, what is truth and what is deception? And I think most of you will find a little bit of truth in there, but mostly deception. So an example might be. Okay, a trap of destruction for me is that I'm addicted to my phone. And the, the enemy has planted this phone, this distraction device in my hand 24 seven, and I can't get rid of it. I'm ignoring my family. I feel addicted to it. It's led me to dark places, whatever's going on for you with the phone, right? And you're feeling like it's a stronghold in your life. Well, the, you may think like, well, I need my phone for business. So that might be something that you write down as truth. But deception is I need my phone all the time for business. That's not true. Or I have to be on social media to grow my business or whatever this might look like, right? So you've got to discern through and pray with God. He'll tell you what is truth here and what is deception about this stronghold. 
anything you want to add? And then I'm going to move to step two, Michelle. I love that because especially with the phone, because we are all like slaves to our phone, right? I mean, um, it's just, it it has been made so easy to put everything on your phone, your email, your social, everything. And so you have to be, I tell my, my listeners to be, you know, just diligent and intentionally taking that time of those breaks and um, not letting it control you. So I love that so much. That was a perfect example. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I figure that's what all my women and that I, you know, are in my community are really struggling with. So I figure yeah. we'll just use that as an example because that's an, a very common and see very. a lot of you listening may not have realized that's an enemy attack, right? Like it can literally be that small. It's any addiction in your life. It's any idol in your life. It's anything coming against you. It's when everything feels super, super hard and it feels like it's all crashing down on you all at once, you are under an attack. So let's call it what it is so that we can get out from underneath it. So step two, we see the thing. So you're going to see the thing. And I want you guys to pick the one thing that we're going to go through the rest of this example on. So, so highlight it from page one in the workbook or from your paper. Step two is we got to call on God. We are going to call on God. One of the first things that David did in Psalm chapter 18, verse three, I called on the Lord. Oh my gosh. I called on the Lord. Absolutely. No way. I am fighting this battle on my own. And then verse, um, 18, six, but in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes. I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Like, as I read that, as I was going through my stuff, I just, I'm like, how beautiful a visual of like God in his sanctuary, surrounded by cherubim, singing in worship and praise and his holy golden throne every like eating. I don't know if he eats, maybe he's eating some grapes, you know? And like, he can hear David's cry out from distress from this earth full of billions and billions of people. And he can hear our cry. I don't know if there are billions back then, but there are billions now and he can hear our cry. And it said, he heard me from his sanctuary. It reached his ears. We are promised that when we cry out to God, and I want you to hear the word they use. They didn't say I whispered to God. Right. I called on the Lord. I cried out. Are you being audacious with your cry? Call him. So that's step two. You're going to call him. And I want to give you an example because some people freak out about prayer. I don't know how to do that. What would that look like? So let me just give you an example of what this might look like. Lord God, I am under attack. I feel like I am addicted to blank. I feel like I'm addicted to my phone. I know that the enemy is tricking me here because I see other people have success in their life and their business without having their phone in their hand 24 seven. I don't want to do this this way anymore. I want to look in my kid's eyes more than I look at the screen of this phone, Lord. I'm calling out to you. You promise me in Psalm 18.3 and Psalm 18.6 that you will hear my cry, Lord. I'm knocking on the floor of heaven and asking you to come down and break me of this addiction. Break me of this stronghold. Break me of this warfare. Get this lie that I have to be on my phone and get rid of it for me. Crush it by the blood of Jesus. Right? So like, are you being audacious in your prayer? Don't be afraid. There's no one that's going to judge you. This is between you and the Lord. Bonus tip. Before I got comfortable doing that in front of people, I would go to my car and I'd cry out to the Lord in my car because no one can hear me. I could cry and punch my steering wheel and be weird. Now I don't really care who sees me anymore because I'm trying to teach people how to be audacious in their prayer. 
But before, if this is you and you're a little bit intimidated by that, find a private space and cry out to God. I love it. And the car is perfect. Yep. Yep. Many, many, many hours in my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So where's that place for you? And then I remember the first time I'm like, I'm done with going out to my car. I'll just do it in the bedroom in the back. And so I'm on my knees crying out to the Lord. I'm like, I have tears cr- running down my face. I was praying for someone's child that was sick and going through a surgery. And I opened my eyes and my husband's standing in the door and he's like, are you all right? And I was like, for my friend. And he was like, okay. You know, it's this first, now he just keeps, he just walks by and ignores me now. So you guys get to create the new norm in your house. (laughs) That's right. Go for it. Okay. And that is where we are going to stop for today. But next week we will pick right up where we left off. And I hope today's episode blessed you. I pray that it encouraged you and challenged you in some way. And if it did, would you take 30 seconds to share it with somebody else and also leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? Because friends, this is the only way for me to know that you are finding value in the show. And plus, it just lights me up so much to read each and every one. One other thing, if you are not part of my free Facebook community, Holistic Health for Christian Women, come on over. I would love to see you there. Father God, help us as your daughters to walk in the strength that you have given us. Help us to be bold and courageous daughters of the King who tap into the Holy Spirit power that we have to be bold and courageous and fearless as we live out this life for you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, keep showing up consistently for yourself and for God and allow him to work in you and through you. And remember, you are a beautiful treasure. See you Friday.